Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to part two of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. If you're watching me live on YouTube or Facebook, I thank you for st- sticking around. If you're watching on an audio, or if you're, if you're watching, if you're listening on an on, on I can't talk. Slow down. If you're listening on an audio platform, I thank you for downloading part two of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. So, let's see what we have here in the live chat before I continue. And what is George Testens asking? Would like to see that blanket, Steeler chick. Maybe Tony can flash your profile. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know what blanket you're referring to, George, but but uh, I'm sure it's, a, it's an awesome one. So, well. All right. I'm going to go off the rails too quick. I don't, don't want to lose my spot here. All right, here we are. Steelers Pittsburgh says about LeGarrette Blunt walking off the field is so classless. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. Especially, you might think it's a minor thing to do that with 10 seconds left and you already had the game won or whatever, but it's just a, it's such a taboo thing to do in the NFL. Uh, even, if, even if you don't think it causes any harm, the way players look at that, the way coaches look at that is so, you know, they, they think of it as such a, 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 a disrespectful thing to do as a, as a teammate that it's, you almost have to, to part ways with that guy for doing that. So, yeah. All right. And this leads into my next topic. 
and this is from Yule Skinner, and the S is Alex Highsmith, still the guy. I'm beginning to wonder, and I'm beginning to wonder why you're wondering that, because there's no indication that he wouldn't be the guy. First of all, nobody knows if he's the guy. All we know is he had a decent showing last year after being a third-round pick out of Charlotte. He was backing up both Bud and TJ Watt, of course, and he had a, a, a decent enough showing. He made some plays, especially at the end of the year, uh, but – I don't know why you'd be wondering about Alex Highsmith based on what, based on what? I mean, uh, the fact that they, that they signed uh, Melvin Ingram, they signed him to be the backup, to be the, the veteran backup at outside linebacker. They, people were clamoring for that, right? They were clamoring for them to, to bring in a guy, a quality veteran player to provide depth at outside linebacker. And they did that. Melvin Ingram, Justin Houston, they were the guys that people were talking about. They brought in Melvin Ingram, signed him to a one-year deal for $4 million. Suddenly, people were talking about Alex Highsmith as if he's in trouble, as if he's, you know, they don't have any confidence in him. And I just don't know why. I don't know why. Everybody knew that they had to address outside line, the depth of that position, and they did. So now people are starting to speculate, you know, that, why, why is Ingram here? Is he, is he going to be the starter? Uh, alongside Watt, if he if he was really capable of coming in and being and being Bud Dupree's replacement, would he have lasted until July? I don't think so. I, 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 he, he's he's he lasted until July because number one, he's thirty two years old. Number two, he dealt with so many injuries over the past few years, serious injuries, and maybe number three, he was asking for too much money for what he's capable of doing at this point of his career. Players that are capable of, of filling in and replacing Bud Dupree, a player of that caliber, they don't last until July. They get, they get snatched up pretty quickly. Now, a lot of people were saying, well, maybe he was just binding his time. People like, like Ingram and Houston, a lot of those players are not free agent list. People were trying to tell me that, that um, they were just biding their time waiting for the right offer to come along. Yeah, they were doing that because they their their market in in March was dried up. It was non-existent, so they had to wait. You know, if there was a prime market for those guys, they would have got again. They would would have got signed right away, and there wouldn't be any question as to whether or not whether or not they were brought in to be the starter or the backup. It it, it would be no doubt that they, it would be uh, penciled in as the starter right from right from the very get go. So. I, I have all the confidence, well, as much confidence as I can have in a second-year player in Alex Highsmith. So I think people were, you know, jumping to conclusions and, 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 and kind of overreacting when Ingram was brought in. And, and I know a lot of the, re the reasons why, and that's because there's so much, so much coverage on the NFL nowadays. Everything is like blown out of proportion, no matter what it is. It used to be back in the day, you know, guys would be brought in in July, just signed off the street and they'd come in like, and, and do a good job and, you know, be a fill in over the course of a year. And people would go, Oh, great. That's, that was good. I'm glad that they signed that player. You know, think of Moel Day Moore. I don't remember when they signed him, if it was early in free agency or late, but either way, you know, nobody was going nuts about Melvin, Melvin, uh, Moelle Day Moore when, when he was brought in here. Kimo Von Allhoffen's another one. 
And yet, you know, they, they were really valuable veterans. Now everybody that's a free agent, no matter how long they're sitting out there, people act like, well, if you don't get this guy in here, then your team has no chance of winning. If the Steelers don't bring this player in, then they're not committed. They need this guy to put them over the top. And like I wrote about the other day, if you need a player in J July to put you over the top, you're probably going to be stuck at the bottom for most of the year. It's just how it is. So, and uh, what else? What, what, what are people saying about Highsmith? Creex says Highsmith is the future. I do believe he starts, but it will take him another year, maybe two, to really go off. But he will still get six to eight, eight sacks. You know what? I think they would take that. Think about think about it. If you got TJ Watt, you know, approaching thirteen to fourteen sacks, presuming he he has the same kind of year that he's had since twenty seventeen, and if if uh, Highsmith gets you seven, eight, nine, maybe Ingram in, in a reserve role uh, throws in another four or five, you would take that from the outside linebacker position, wouldn't you? I mean, you would take those those kind of sacks. Uh, sack totals. I I would, and especially when you consider how dominant that that defensive line is when when it comes to getting after the quarterback. When you're talking about Cam Hayward and Stephon Tuitt and even Alou Alou and 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 you know whoever else, I think you would take that kind of that, that, that combination of, of uh, sacks from from those three players, twenty four, twenty five total. What's wrong with that? Russ Obestein, this might be a good point. He says, I think Williams got angry when Ingram was signed for $4 million and he was only getting $1 million and I don't blame him. Well, that, if that's the case, then I guess you could, you could say that, but I'm not, we, we, all, we might never know. That stuff might not come out until some future interview years down the road. Maybe he's on somebody's podcast in a couple of years. Maybe he's on Willie Colon's podcast on Barstool in a, in a few years, and he says, "Oh yeah, when they, they signed Ingram, and you know, you brought me back, and, and I had to take a three million dollar pay cut. Maybe maybe it'll come out then, or like Keith Butler said, maybe he just doesn't feel like he can do it anymore at the age of thirty one. So, and yeah, you know, George Seton says they play different positions, but that doesn't really mean anything. I mean, you're you've been here for eight years." as a loyal uh, player and they cut you and they bring you back at a reduced cost. And uh, you bring in Ingram, this, this veteran who's, who's older than you, who's been sitting out there for months and you bring him in for 4 million. But again, that's just speculation. Nobody knows. So on that note, I think I will open things up to some questions and comments to close out the show. Cause I, I ran through the three subjects I wanted to run through. There's one more thing I want to talk about. And that's the, uh, before I take some questions and that's the, the announcement, I think it was on Wednesday that, that, or maybe it was Thursday that, that the, the teams that, that have uh, widespread COVID outbreaks, teams that aren't, you know, that have low vaccination rates, they could be subject to, to forfeits. And I think people jump to conclusions there thinking that it would be different than last year. But if you really look at the, the wording of it, and I think Dave Schofield did a good job of, of pointing this out the other day, the way they worded it, it said, 
they're going to do everything they can basically to get every game in through 18 weeks. But after 18 weeks, if there are games that can't be made up, then the team that that's responsible, so to speak for the, for the outbreak, for the COVID outbreak, will have to forfeit. So um, I think it's going to be a lot like last year when it comes to how they handle COVID uh, situations in, in 2021. If there's a, if there's a buy that they can utilize, they're going to utilize it. If that means giving a team a, a buy way earlier than, than it should have had one, that's what they're going to do. They're going to, you know, if, if it means pushing games to a Wednesday, they're going to do that. If it means pushing games to a Thursday, they're going to do that. They're going to do everything they can to get all these games in. Because if, if you read that whole thing, and I, I read it over and over again, trying to understand it, because sometimes it takes me a while to understand these kind of things. If, if there's a game that's forfeited, both teams, meaning even the team that's not, that's innocent of, of the outbreak, that, had, that did everything right, both te- neither team will get paid. Now, can you imagine the, the, the uproar over that if both teams had to forfeit their, pay, their, their, their game checks because one team uh, had an outbreak? So believe me, the NFL doesn't want that kind of mess. And they're going to do whatever. And they don't want to lose that kind of revenue either. They don't want to lose uh, gate receipts because you, you figure, unless there's some kind of sh- lockdown again, they're going to be playing games in front of full stadiums this year, unlike last year. So they're not they're not going to want to lose all that revenue. So, yeah, it, it might have seemed like, oh, my gosh, you know, uh, huge uh, ramifications if, if a team has, has an outbreak. But it's really not going to be that at least not until all other uh, measures are, are exhausted, then maybe you're looking at a, uh, a forfeit, but it's, they're going to do everything they can to get these games in. So that's the last thing I wanted to talk about. And now I will open things up to some questions. Uh, Paul Schler, Scherf, whose name I probably butchered. He joins us from YouTube and he, he says, you hear that two coaches who have refused to get a vaccine have been let go. O line, O line coach for for Vikings for one. I didn't hear that. That's uh, that's um, uh, kind of surprising. Now, is that the reason, or is it some other reason? Is it performance based? I don't know, but that's the first I'm hearing of it. Just me says about the vaccine. People are chiming in with that. We have a WSU coach that came out and said he wasn't getting it. School was out on damage control. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be probably one of the uh, most controversial things that that we hear about week in and week out this year. Wh- whether it be the NFL or at the, at the uh, college ranks, it's it's players that aren't at re- and coaches that don't want to get the vaccine for one reason or another. You can whether it's political or, or just because they're afraid of the, the health ramifications. It's going to be a big thing. It's already been a big thing uh, this offseason. Guys like Cole Beasley and, and DeAndre Hopkins have been pretty vocal about it. So it's going to be an interesting thing to see. It, it, you know, if, if we thought it was going to be different than it was last year as far as uh, COVID uh, throwing a, a wrench into the works, uh, maybe not. I was hoping it would, it would be a lot different, but you just this is like an unprecedented thing, like I said many times last year. So. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it is 
mostly a, a thing that's in the background, but, but, you know, all I can do with that is cross my fingers. So let's see what we have here. Let's see if we can get some real football stuff. Here's one from Brian Brown. This is a pretty, uh, it's not a comment. It's not a question, but it's a comment. He says, the Steelers are going to kick the doggy do out of everybody. Wow. Now that's, you know, if more national reporters had you know, and analysts said that kind of stuff, I think Steeler fans would, would, would feel more respected. But unfortunately it's been, it's been kind of the opposite um, predictions this off season. All right. Russ Obenstein says secondary battle is going to be great. Yeah, we were, we were talking about that on Monday, Shannon and I. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens because obviously you have Joe Hayden, who's who's uh, your starter, and of course you have have uh, Edmonds and, and 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 Fitzpatrick as your safeties. Who's going to get that number two cornerback spot? Is it going to be James Pierre? Is it going to be Justin Lane? Is it going to be one of these these undrafted free agent rookies? Wouldn't that be something? Is it going to have to be Cam Sutton who moves over uh, and, and plays on the outside uh, and they have to move somebody into the slot? People were already talking up Antoine Brooks. Evidently he made a, a, a pretty spectacular interception in, in early days of training camp. So if there's somebody that, you know, your sixth round pick last year, kind of for a forgotten guy, wouldn't that be something if he, if he rose up and, and made a huge leap and, 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 played a valuable role for them in, in 2021. That would be spectacular. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that, you know, those, those underdog stories that are really fun to witness as a fan. We saw it with Mike Hilton back in 2017. He kind of came out of nowhere. People were reeling from the Sesquez Golson, uh, the second round pick in 2015, who just suffered injury after injury. I don't even think he made it into a preseason game, if I'm not mistaken. He certainly didn't make it into into a regular season game. He never made the final roster, and uh, they were reeling from that. And uh, <laughs> they found somebody else from Ole Miss, an undrafted free agent, and he became one of the best slot corners in the game. So you just never know. Reginald Rivers asking, by the way, welcome Reggie. And, 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 uh, and, and I saw Clarence Washington and, and Michael O'Malley's here. So welcome everybody. Do you think all Steelers draft picks will make the roster? Do I think they will? No, no. I mean, I think the odds are, all, are, uh, are pretty long in most years that, that, that every draft pick will make it. It'd be nice. And when I say that, I mean, I mean, if they were all that good uh, that they made the final roster, I think that would, that would bode well for, for the, uh, the job that the scouts did and Kevin Colbert and Tomlin and, you know, and, and analyzing these players this past offseason, evaluating them. But do I think they'll all make it? I mean, if, if, if I was a betting man, I'd say no, just based on, on history. Um, that's a lot of guys. That's a lot of rookies to have to, you know, to, to really, um, catch on quickly and, and make an NFL roster in, in their first year. All right, let's go on down the line here. 
All right. Mule Skinner says of Brooks. Oops, I I, uh, I skipped it. He says Mule. What? <laughs> Boy, I'm having a, a lot of bloopers tonight here. Well, at least I'm on the air. Last week at this time, I was still trying to get on the air. Anyway, uh, Mule says that Brooks isn't fast enough to play slot. So I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah, I mean, you never know. I mean, he, he barely got to play last year. And he certainly certainly didn't get to play in the preseason because they didn't have a preseason last year. So let's see what happens uh, once these guys uh, play some in-stadium football meaning the preseason, because that's when all the youngsters are going to get uh, long looks or longer looks. All right. Evidently, we're having a, a war in the live chat about the vaccine, which is why I was kind of afraid to bring it up. But whatever, it's a, it is what it is. You can't you can't hide from it. It's a real thing and it's going to affect the NFL one way or another this year. So you kind of have to talk about it, but uh, nobody's ever going to see eye to eye on this. You would think people would, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I was hoping everybody would just get the vaccine and, and we would just move forward, but that's just my own opinion, but I won't address it any further. Cause I know you can't address stuff like that. People just go nuts with it, but whatever. And uh, Allie Howard says something that you hardly ever see on social media Steelers are contenders as long as Mike Tomlin is here. There you go. I agree. So far, it's been proven to be correct. Uh, they've only played one game where they were officially eliminated from the playoffs with him as head coach. So <laughs> Here's one from the always outspoken Mule, and he says, Bugs will probably be, probably be cut so that Loudermilk can be given a gift position. I don't know why you say that. You know, yeah, they traded they tra they traded up to get him in the fifth round, but you're not gonna, you know, um, hurt your team by keeping a guy like that that doesn't deserve to be here. That just to, just to save face. I mean, it's a fifth round pick. It's not like they they traded up in the first round and and reached for him or anything like that. So, all right, and let's see what else we have here. And Mule says louder milk, is, louder milk is soft. Boy, Mule has, he's bringing the opinions tonight. Brooks is slow. Louder milk is soft. I don't know how anybody named Louder Milk can be soft. I mean, I'm just saying, that seems like a pretty tough name. To have a name like that, you, and you'd have to be re ready to handle yourself at any, any given moment. All right. And George Teston asks if Tomlin goes, who can replace him? Who knows? I'm sure you can list 50 candidates, but that's that's for a uh, a podcast way, way down the road, I think, because I think Tomlin's going to be here for another 5, 10 years. Steeler Chick 46 asks, this is one I can't really answer, uh, how many interceptions will Mika get this season? I hope he gets five or six, because I think if he gets five or six, then, then he's your typical big play making Mika Fitzpatrick. He's probably in the running for a uh, defensive player of the year. You know, he's probably scoring one or two touchdowns off of those five or six picks. So I hope it's five or six.
Well, there you go. Kathy Ford asked, how many, how many returns for six? I'll say two. There you go. All right. On that note, I think I will, uh, at the 42-minute mark, I think I will bid you adieu. I'm kind of out of steam. But think of, look at it this way, Steeler fans. Training camp is here. And today is the 23rd of July as I'm doing this show. And maybe when you're listening to it, it's like the 25th or the 26th of July. That means there's less than two weeks before there's an actual game to talk about. I'll be so excited. Two weeks from, from tonight, I'll be talking about the uh, the Hall of Fame game, the aftermath, and who looked great and who didn't. And Did Ben play? Didn't he play? Should he have played? Why didn't Najee Harris play? Because I, I predict he won't play. I predict he's already going to be the starter. It's going to be like a Le'Veon Bell thing. Every little bump and bruise that he gets, they're going to hold him out because I think they know he's their guy. So I can't wait for that. But – in the meantime, we have plenty more podcasts you can listen to and watch and download. And of course, we have countless articles coming out, coming your way about training camp and players and transactions and trades. Maybe, who knows? Probably not trades, but certainly may, there could be another signing in, in the mix. You just never know. So please uh, check out Behind the Star Curtain, the website. Again, I'm, I'm asking you, please, and subscribe to YouTube, our, our YouTube channel, and wa watch us on Facebook. We, we're, on, we're very active on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us everywhere. But until I talk to you again on Monday with Brian and, and Shannon on The Hangover, you guys have a great weekend. And as always, go Steelers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.